3: Hello everyone. A uh, bit of a late start. We we'll apologise for that. It was Tom and Nathaniel's fault. I promise you. It was nothing to do with me. I was waiting. I was here uh, first, and refreshment break. Yeah, but then when we was about to start, you decided you needed a drink. So you I know suppose. you could have done that in that time you were waiting, couldn't you? Let's be honest. Um, probably not the happiest of episodes uh, this week for obvious reasons. Uh, three losses on the bounce. Um, obviously starting with the QPR game, Sheffield United, and then most recently Stoke City at home. So you know we was going to do an episode on chef united uh, we obviously ended up having to cancel that one so we'll just talk about stoke i think that's enough of negativity for one episode right. isn't it, we'll just mention the one game <clears throat> um obviously before we start um yes we are sponsored by uh six yards out and pearson's bar in hull so do head over to their websites or facebook pages on our link tree give them a visit Um, and the uh, I think we're what four days away from finding out whether or not we've made the FCA finalists quite exciting times. Uh, so again, anybody that voted for us, thank you, and fingers crossed that uh, we get at least able to attend. I suppose. Uh, I'm obviously joined this week by Nathaniel and Tom. Uh, how are we doing, lads? We all right?
2: Um, Yeah, well, still recovering from that Tuesday game to be fair, watching that crap. Mm. You
4: alright, Nathaniel? Not not great. I've got the sniffles and um, it's really cold here, uh, but I've got some Doritos and some cider, so you know I'll cope.
3: Yeah, every cloud has a silver lining, doesn't it? Let's be honest. Um, so obviously we we'll, we'll, we might as well just jump straight into the Stoke game because uh, you know a, a game I think that the majority of us probably went into fairly confident. I mean I was uh, despite. Tell us all the
2: <laughs>
3: well, until until the lineup yeah. was announced, yeah. Um, it was a strange lineup. I mean, we'll just go straight on to that then. So, when the team selection came out uh, on a scale, so obviously I'll come to you first, Tom. So, on a scale of one to 10, how surprised were
2: you? I wasn't surprised at all. I, wasn't surprised. I just don't think the manager's learning from his mistakes, previous mistakes. I mean, you know, you can't play a system like we have. Five at the back when you've got Kyle and Alders, your your wing backs. We've seen them this season, Kyle and Alden. They've they've flourished in a four at the back system. As soon as you put them in a five at the back, you know the struggle. Like when we've had success playing this system, like we did under McCann with KLP and Longman as the wing backs, we actually played well. And then when you put two limited players there, like that aren't very good going forward, we saw a struggle. And that was the main re- that was the main issue for me. You know, in the mid- our midfield was getting lost in the game because we had two fans. Obviously, Faber forward, and then we had just Slater and Seri getting overrun, and then couple that with the wing, the wing, uh, wing backs getting overrun as well because we had no support. That was just where we was getting caught, like on the counter attack. Like there were spells in the game where was we had a, quite a bit of possession, and they just hit us, like and got a corner, and you know they scored them scrappy the goals, and then yeah.
3: Mm. So you see, because I find it weird because obviously last season we've pretty much got the majority of players available if you obviously take injuries into account, that we had last season, you're like Sir so Coyle, Greaves, uh, McLaughlin, etc., uh, Elder. And we all wanted the, the the three slash five at the back last season because we said it, it it suited these players more. Yeah. And it, I find it strange that we've added more attacking talent to it and not really changed the defence much. Um, but yet, now we want in the four at the back. So... Um, I'll come back at you Tom and I'll say so, so what's changed in that sense how come now we're more suited to a four than the five at the back
2: um, I think we do have a lot more talent in that midfield area I think before you had Smallwood in there Doherty no disrespect to Doherty as well but you had you know players that are going to unlock defences but now we've got players where we need to protect our defence with two players in front and then we've got the attacking talent in that four you, your left wing, right wing, central attacking midfielder, and striker. To me, it screams four-two-three-one. You have brought in the likes of Pelkast, two fan, who could play in behind the striker. Obviously, Pelkas can play wide as well. I think in your wingers. You've got Cynic who's going to come back. You've got Harveyville. You know, you've got all all these talented players. Of course, obviously, Ali is out injured, and so it's Teta. But you've got enough players there to play the system. With Oscar as the lone striker, Um and I think if we can. I, I do think this defence needs more protection. So I think going forward, I'd like to see two players sitting in front of the defence. Like maybe that's Simmons with with Seri. Them two could build up a partnership. Unfortunately, drop Slater. Play two, find a little bit further forward. And then I think this team's more suited to a counter-attacking sort of system because we've got the pace now in the wide areas to be able to break forward. Um, But we're not very really good at controlling the game. So I think we have to play to our strengths. Last season, we was really good at counter-attacking and was good defensively because we sat back, so took the pressure and hit them with like Keane Potter. And that's what I think we've got to do. I think we just got to play to our strengths. One, we're not doing that currently, and that's why we're struggling. Because mm-hmm. you know, it's, I do have sympathy a bit for Shorter because he's not ever been able to put out his fully fit best team, you know, consistently. Um, and then obviously bringing in more players it's going to take time i think that's the main thing i'm not calling for Shotter to go yet because i think he deserves that time with these players but i think he has to realize quickly championship's unforgiving and you've got to learn from mistakes quick Mm. i mean
3: if you go on social media now nathaniel i think um there's pretty much a a mixed bag with uh fans attitude towards shotter at the minute um obviously it's not just this season that he's been with us. He's been with us since last January. Um, uh, so he's had pretty, you know, I would say enough time to to get 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 a feel of the championship, understand, you know, what he needs to be doing, you know, how difficult it can be, how tactically, maybe diverse you have to be to to sort of face every different challenge that's coming at you every single week. Um, do you think maybe that we're being a bit too harsh on him, or do you think maybe it's justifiable?
4: Well, I think definitely after this last game on um, Tuesday, um, which, I mean, that was one of the first games I predicted we'd actually be able to get a win. Um, you know, it's extremely disappointing to lose that, especially the the two previous ones, Q- QPR and Sheffield United, you know, are decent teams, but I really expected a lot, a lot better against Stoke. I mean, what I said before the season started, I mean... Um, up until Tuesday, we were where I predicted us to be, which was 11th. Um, it's We're nine games in, and although Schotter should understand the championship by now, definitely, because he's been... I don't know how many games it is now, but it must be at least 25 or 30, you know, I guess. Um, but this season does feel completely atta- uh, um, unattached to the previous one. We had, We have got a huge new squad, and maybe, you know... Maybe we should have gone back to the way we were playing last year, where we were soaking up pressure and we were getting those tight 1-0 wins, um, especially away from home. But we've not done that this season. Maybe maybe he's not like allowed to do that. Maybe Ajahn wants him to be more positive, and that's why we're trying to go forward but concede a lot of goals as well. Um, I mean, uh, we're not even 10 games in, um, but even if we did win at, um, at the weekend, it would still be a, bit of a disappointing 10 games with the squad, Um, you know, we will potentially have, but it's too early to say we want him out, but it's not too early to say we're concerned because the performances haven't been good enough of late. Um, I just think, especially, you know, give him the international break um, to give him some proper time, because it's been a very tough period, he needs that time, uh, the two week break to, you know, Hopefully build some sort of system because um, I mean, a lot of the new lads have not even come in yet. Uh, so, you know, I'm I'm shut her in at the moment because I, I think he did a decent job last year, which, you know, I won't forget immediately. But uh, of course, another nine games like this. And um, yeah, you know, obviously he might not look like the man that would eventually get us where we want to be. Yeah.
3: Obviously, anybody listening, I've noticed we've got quite a few viewers on with us tonight. If you do, if you want to put forward your thoughts on shots or you know recent performances, do stick them in, and we'll try and talk about them. But for me, it's it's weird because I, I I always try and be consistent with the way that you either praise or just uh, pr- praise or criticise somebody. And I've said this before that my biggest problem with McCann was his stubbornness to um, not you know kind of see what the problem is and try and fix it. Uh, and continue playing this way that, you know, this is the system that I want to use, so I'm going to use it. I think in circumstances like what we've got, where there's so many players injured and so many players out of form, like if you look at the likes of uh, Alfie Jones, um, he's not anywhere near the kind of player that, you know, we're used to seeing with Jones. Um, he's really in a of form at the minute. Figueredo's, you know, he's also started well and then started to tailor off. And, you, you know, you've got a couple of players that are playing under the weather, but you can't replace them because we've, we've you know, maybe we should have looked at signing another centre-half in the window. Uh But, I mean, we've got Sean McLaughlin in the ranks who, you know, I'm not opposed to having two left-footed centre-backs in the back four. Loads of teams have two right-footers, you know, so it's, it's obviously not an issue. Um It's not ideal to have a left-footer on the right-hand side, obviously, but... You know, to take Jones and sort of um, Figueroa out of the firing line for a bit, get Macker in there, who, you know, has played alongside that back four already uh, last season or back five, whatever Schotter's going to choose to do. Um, But he's got those options to do it. But for me, a manager has to get the best out of the players that he's currently got. So, yeah, it's all well and good saying, you know, we're suffering because of all these injuries whatnot. The only player we're really missing out of the back four is Fleming. So defensively, we should be okay. Um, I know we're missing, you know, that more brutish smallwood approach in the middle um, and we've gone, you know, slightly more technical and a- attacking in the midfield with the signings that we've made. But you you have to look at the players that you've got available and think, right, what system, what approach is going to get the best out of these players? We did it for a while when we had Tete because we could use him as a wide outlet. You know, he could hold the ball up and it would bring opinion into the game. We've lost that outlet now, so we've got to play a different way. Now we're trying to play out from the back, but we don't realistically play the formation that suits that. So, I mean, I said to Nathaniel on this before we started, I was watching the highlights just to sort of revisit the goals uh, and look at it in a a less um, emotional way, obviously, because you you don't really look at the the (laughs) pros or cons of goals when you're watching them live. But we're just so slow on the ball. And, you know, I was watching, I think I tweeted out, I watched the Sunderland and um, Reading game. And goal, they lost.
2: And
3: yeah, their, their, their striker got injured. They didn't have a recognised striker on the pitch and they still managed to win 3-0. Why? Because he changed the system. He changed the way he brought on Embleton to play as like a false nine and drop a bit deeper, which allowed the wingers to have a bit more space in behind. These are the kind of, you know, variation you've got to have in your game as a manager to be successful in this league. And obviously Shot has not realistically had a massive amount of a time to, to maybe learn that. But he has had enough time to know that. All right, yeah, we're shipping in far too many goals at the minute. Let's resort to a deeper formation, play a different way, see if we can start. Because I, the thing is, you can you can forgive conceding so many goals if you're going up the other end and scoring them too, which obviously it was at the beginning. Mm. Uh, but at the minute, we're not even creating chances, which is the worry. Like you know, well, it had been out of it, games.
4: it had been that the performances. Um, I mean, I'll just put up this comment um, that we haven't exactly deserved any of the wins we've got which, yeah, potentially could be true. But the thing we were saying at the time was that um, if we're winning and playing badly, imagine how good we'll be when we're playing better. But unfortunately, that's not happened. And I think we've probably found out, you know, we've started getting the results that our performances from the beginning sort of deserved. I feel like maybe Bristol City was perhaps the only game where we were the better team. And that was only like the second half. I mean, maybe you'll disagree with that. But yeah, Um, yeah. I don't know whether changing formation is exactly the, the way forward because the last game we won was three at the back and the last time we played four at the back, we lost. Um, I mean, those are just the two matches, but yeah. um, I think it's probably goes... It's not just the formation. Maybe that's a problem, but we've got a few things yeah, yeah. to iron out.
3: Yeah, I get what you're saying there because for me, I was I was thinking back, QPR game, we started with a four at the back and that first half was one of the worst I've seen in a long time. Oh, yeah. And we looked better when we switched to a three. So, you know, we're kind of having mm. six of one and, and seven of the other at the minute. But it, it's, I don't know. It, it, I mean, we're, we're all, we're all sat here, you know, criticizing Shotter maybe for not changing stuff. Maybe he's looking at him and going, you know, I don't, I, I'm not sure how to stop this. I've played four at the back and we were crap, and I'm playing five at the back and we're crap. It, it, to me, he's just got to, you know the lads like Jones and Figueredo that are going through a little dip. He's got to take them aside and you know try and Ingram as well get them I think. doing the basics again. Ingram, yeah, I mean and he's
2: taken out. I think last season when Ingram had that dipping form, Baxter came in, and that that was a catalyst for changing form. I think having that changing keeper, we've got two good, very good keepers. I think when one has a dipping form, um, the other can come in and sort of take that sort of limelight. Um, Absolutely, I think that could, yeah. I think as well going back to the point about the centre-backs, I, d- I don't think we necessarily have the players to play out from the back. Um, we've seen June, we've seen Nottingham Forest criticise Figueiredo for his inability to play with the ball and we've seen that now. But And also Jones as well. I think if you play a three at the back you need to rely on your centre-backs to come out with the ball. I think last season when we had um, Deion Bernard, he was very well suited to three at the back because he played right centre-back. He could play with the ball at his feet because that's what he's taught at Man United. And he, he was very quick as well so he was able to recover and then obviously Shotter came in, didn't like him and never really played but I think that's the sort of, in order to play the system you've got to have quick sort of right and left centre backs but there's many times this season where we've been burnt down uh, either side because of lack of pace and um, you know brought in Cyrus Christie who wasn't Nurse Louch I think he, but he's still getting to speed as well so we've got options in the wing back areas obviously waiting for Fleming to come back but I think in order to sort of Play to our strengths more, we need to sort of take the emphasis off the centre backs playing with the ball and get our midfielders into the game. While well, I think we've seen, we saw against Stoke that sometimes our midfield was non existent. Like you had the centre backs coming out with the ball, no one was showing for it, and you can blame the centre back there for not finding the pass. But if there's no pass to find, then what are they supposed to do? Yeah. Like you end up having to hit a ball long. It's just, yeah, it's a bit crap. Yeah.
3: I put that comment up because obviously you mentioned about. Um, Elder and Cole probably not having um, the best of times at the minute. I think, you know, it it can be easy to scapegoat the wing-backs in these kind of systems. Um, It can. But I do sit on the side that, you see, last season, I didn't think that Coyle would suit a a wing-back system. He did well in the wing-back system last season, and he started this season well. And I think defensively, he's very good. I just don't... I mean, saying that his crosses have been decent as well this season. I just don't think he has the pace. I think you have to be a bit quicker to be. You have a to be able back. to get up
2: and down. I think that is the, yeah. it's the hardest, Apparently, it's the hardest position to play because you always have to be up and down. I think the first half against Stoke, we saw Elder get into some really promising positions. He saw it a couple of times, and he picked out. He didn't pick out the right cross, Um mm. it was just frustrating. I think there's it's just the, the end of them we're not. It's like we're not, like, um, moulding together as a team yet. I think there's a lot of individual players in our team. And we're not, sort of, like, putting in the performance. It shows, obviously, how many signs we've made. I think you've got to give these players time to gel together. But it's frustrating, I guess, like, from our point of view. But I think, mm-hmm. hopefully, eventually we'll come right. But, yeah. I think, I
3: think probably from Short's perspective, he's very frustrated. Because I think the injury to Fleming has had a, a, a big, sort of, maybe a, a large part of why we're struggling with the three at the back. Because, yeah. you know, Elder was very good in a 4-3-3 in League One. I don't think he has the positional awareness or defensive capabilities to do a wing-back system. I think he gets caught yeah, out a lot. Don't... He looks he looks good going forwards, but he gets caught out a lot going back. And then Coyle's kind of the opposite where Because he's not that fast, he kind of reluctantly goes forward until he gets an opportunity. But then if we lose the ball, he's out of position yeah, and stuck at the top. Yeah. So, you know, e- either side can sort of get targeted and just be, you know, the weak point of that game. I don't necessarily think we've got a weaker side. I think it just, you know, depends on the opposition we're facing and, and, and the wing that they are up against. But yeah. I think if, you know, we've got a fully fit Cyrus Christie that's, you know, trained a while, got used to the players around us. You've got Christie on one side in the right wing back and then you've got
2: Fleming in the left wing back. It sounds like exactly, a lot think, better yeah. of
3: a proposition, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, I do think, you know, that...
2: uh, one, issue, sorry, one issue I think we've got is that um, we didn't have enough tenacity in that game. I think they're—it's not as though they wanted it more. I think they're just winning them second balls. And when you're winning a second balls, you always give yourself that chance. I think one—the first two goals they scored were basic, really. Look, first one, Tyler Swiftchak's back. For some reason, is out on the edge of our box making that foul, whether it was a foul or not. Someone said it wasn't, but I've not seen it back. But even so, why would you make a challenge there anyway when we got our defenders back? Obviously, they take the free kick. It's fortuitous the way it deflects in. Second goal is from a set piece from corner. Um, you know that Wilmot comes free. He scores, yeah. in- and then the Fed goal. Be, yeah. Third goal. You can criticize. I think <laughs> maybe the two midfielders, Slater and um, Seri. Um, you know the Buff lose the lose the man. You see, if you watch it back, you see Slater like the player one two. Slater is not alert to it. And then the score but it was a really well worked goal from there to so, them to be fair it was a really nice goal but it, like that was smart that, that was just, to be fair when you when you see a, a goal going like that you think there's not really much you can do but mm-hmm. first two very avoidable so i think mm-hmm. going for, we have to you know stop these sort of sloppy mistakes and um, for a while even last season under mccann as well you know was our achilles heel was defending set pieces and yeah. this season again it is we've know, got a
3: very young side still uh, you know, we, we, yeah. we've we signed a few more that are sort of like in their prime. Uh, but a lot, especially defensively, um, you know, Jones and uh, Greaves, plays like that, there is, there's Slater, there's probably a bit of naivety in the game. Because um, we've, we've still got one of the, I think, average youngest sides in the league. I don't know, after the amount of signings we've made. Um, but the, the, to me, they're just, the, the individual errors have, have got more this season. And the defensive it just looks very disjointed. Like last season when we were defending, there were clear lines. Everyone knew what they were doing. Even under Shorter towards the end of the season, I think he made us harder to beat than what we were under McCann. And then this season, we kind of haven't seen that. And I don't know if it's because we're, we're constantly tinkering with personnel and and shape that they've not been able to get any structure in obviously training sessions and, and partnerships formed kind of thing. But the, the errors, like you say, are, are really costing us at the minute. And when you're not, creating chances those errors have to be cut out because if the moment we go 1-0 down now i'm struggling to think about how we're going to get back into this game because we then need to score two to win and when we're only creating you know five or six chances a game um you're going to struggle to do that i mean stoke had i think double the amount of shots we did and we were at home you know and they were 20th
2: place um i've looked we i spoke about this before like even before we was losing our games and i said how clinical we've been this season. We're not going to keep up this fifty percent conversion rate. I think mm-hmm. we had twenty shots on target and scored ten goals from it. Like that's unheard of. That that clinical rate. I think even Oscar as well. I think it was mm. Sky Sky Sports shared a stat. I think he's had thirteen shots on shots on target and scored seven goals. Yeah. And he's Ridiculous, started to yeah. miss chances now, hasn't yeah. he? So that's I mean. that's, yeah. the. It's once the opportunities dry up, you struggle to see where the goals are coming from. I mean. Like, like you touched on earlier, um, in terms of performances, I've not really been impressed with a, a whole performance this season. We've looked good in spells, in halves, but not for the full game. Mm. Um, like Against Preston, the way I went there, we drew 0-0. We conceded 24 shots on goal. And that day, Ingram deserves a lot of credit. He made some huge saves and kept us in the game. And again, so I remember against Norwich, um, the opening 10-15 minutes, they could have been out of sight with the amount of good chances they had, if you remember. And then we obviously obviously on to win the game. But it's it, now what it feels like is that early on in the season we were punished. Now against sort of like the opposition, like Sheffield United, start coming to the MKM, we're getting punished more, and um, and we have to just stop the rot. I think um, it's just yes. It's yeah, good. we
3: we we definitely need to you know steady the ship as as the saying goes, and 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 just try and go back to not conceding, and then you know any one or two goals you get then you can kind of protect we can't be going into games now you know going two or three goals down early on in the game because you know the, the, I think we've conceded 18 goals already this season worst, worst defense in the league by about five goals I think
4: I think uh, we're the second worst or joint second worst in England mm, which is quite which bad which tells although the story might be different after um the uh, um weekday games but I don't know mm. pretty bad anyway yeah
3: but it's obviously, like I said, and this is one of been. It's a good te- uh, comment that from me. And crossing has been terrible. Um, has Oscar
2: had an he- effort with his head yet? I don't th- actually think I can remember him having a header. Other uh, than the goal, he did. Goal. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, I he did. He did have a header yesterday. Well, not yesterday. On Tuesday, Very the edge few of, the, of the edge of the box. Like your <laughs> cross came in. He had yeah. to... Direct's his header like like on the edge of the sixty, 60 yeah, yeah. Yard, that's his I mean, biggest strength really
4: like he's an andy cow if you see the goals he scored in portugal half of them are headers it was same yeah. with tom eaves when tom eaves came in tom Eves. Same with oscar it was that he'd scored the most headed goals in the last two years in that league um portuguese the portuguese division is better than league one of course but yeah again we've you know got a big target man striker and we're not playing to his strengths
2: the thing is, when he does receive yeah. the ball, he looks dangerous. Like he's he's a build up play is good. You give him the ball, he can hold it up. The problem is, we're not getting it to him enough, and he's not getting into the he, early on in the season he was. But now, because we're so we're not good going forwards, he's not. We're not committing bodies into the fo- box, and we're not um, creating enough chances for him. So he's just struggling. I think it's hard to criticize a striker like that when. We're not creating that many chances because that's what he feeds off um mm. but ultimately mean, that's what what's what you want and it's 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 a struggle really because it's um you know, the thing is this is why i want to see the likes of harvey Vale cynic come in and start from the off like in assist them with wingers because i think it's you know i think we'd play much but i think it's more direct mm. football instead of what we're doing now because when you look at the five at the back we played you've got coy and old and Aldo as the wingers essentially up and down whereas if you had put another two wingers in there more protection for the full backs I think it could work better mm.
3: um, I mean because uh, we we've, we've had that we've had that same problem for a while haven't we because you know yeah. we all knew what Tommy's strengths was and we we still could still persisted to not put the ball in the box and he'd end up then having to go out to the wing to try and get a touch of the ball and then he's not in the box where he's most dangerous and therefore wasn't scoring goals. opinion this season has shown me, and I think the most frustrating thing is at the minute watching City, is that this guy's on seven goals and we've created next to nothing for him. Most of the goals he's scored the have been there. things yeah. that he's made himself. So if we were putting, you know, that... I mean, yeah, he's missed a couple of chances now. That yeah, we've a couple of golden ones. but and, yeah and, and he had a couple, didn't he, against Stoke? But, you know... If United, if we've, two
2: against Chef United, didn't he? Yeah, the one-on-one against Sheffield
3: yeah. United. That that definitely should have gone in. But, yeah. you know, we, we, we've got this situation. We've got a striker now that if we create him four or five chances a game, he's more he's more than likely going to put one or two of them in. Uh, yeah. As well as the extra ones he's going to gain us by... The goals that we've seen already this season, you know, by harassing defenders and forcing mistakes yeah, yeah. and getting them sort we of you can't up. rely on those, but,
4: can you? Yeah,
3: no, they, they've got to be your bonuses. You've got to you've got yeah. to create these chances, score consistently, and all the other the set piece goals, the the, the scraps that, that you know opinion picks up in the box. These these are your difference between mid table and playoffs. Yeah. So you've got to. I, what enrages me about watching City at the minute is how slow and sort of sideways how negative we are with the ball now i know shotter wants to play a possession style that's fair but at least make it a progressive uh try and create spaces try and get forward in the pitch make it be a bit quicker up the tempo because we're getting into situations regularly now in games where we, we we pass it along the back five it goes to one of the wing backs when we've got no movement ahead of the ball we end up having to go back to the center backs back to the keeper Back to the other wing back and repeat, and, and yeah. sometimes when the wing backs are getting into crossing positions, try a cross from deep. Just ask questions of the defence. We're not asking questions of, of, of opposition defences enough this season. I don't think we're not. You you got to sometimes force your own looking games. The more times you put the ball in the box, the more likely you are to that. You know maybe a. a, a bit of a pinball situation goes on or a a deflection or something like that. But we're not giving ourselves the opportunity to get those goals because we're not putting the ball in the box. We're more than happy to be sideways, keep the ball. But then it's just possession for possession's sake. As we're seeing in games recently, we're not, you know, teams, we're playing the way that teams want us to play. They're coming into the game and their manager's probably saying to them, look, these guys are just going to pass it sideways. Let them do it. Um, Just, you know, keep your structure and they won't create anything. Then they go out there and we do exactly that. So it's just, we've got to be a bit more direct. We've got to ask a bit more questions and tempo has to be faster. But then again, it's probably that lack of understanding between (laughs) some players who obviously haven't played together much that that's going to come with time. But the issue is, I think the shot has got, is it going to be too late? By the time you know we get a lot of these players back and that it all starts clicking. Because I think if Agin gets to around December time and we're lingering around, you know, 17th, 18th position, um I think Shotter might be a bit worried because you know the amount of money that he spent on wages for Seri and everybody is going to want, I would imagine, a significant improvement in terms of like mid-table at least. Uh, obviously we don't know, that's just speculation. That's me guessing. Yeah. But um I, to me, he's got like we said, because when he when he first hired Schotter, it, it was we're going to get exciting attacking football, and we're still yet to see that. So yeah. you know it's a tough one, isn't it? Um, and like you said, the, the the goals I think we pretty much covered it with the first the first one uh, very unlucky cruel deflection which nearly happened um, earlier on in the game as yeah, well. It did it. Hmm. Um, and then the second one I just think is so many times that's happened now where teams put the ball to the far person we've got about three or four defenders clustered in the same area and then nothing comes of it but this time was different because ingran came out to it as well but also yes. didn't try to punch it it just went over his head
4: well there's so, several players between him and where the ball lands it was a poor decision yeah. to come out really no man's yeah, so
3: he stayed where it was yeah. so you know maybe maybe that's the error that forces his hand and puts backstream. Because i just think that it's similar to how it is last season because it's not the fact that we want to drop Ingram because we know how good Ingram can be. I think it's just sometimes a case of you know a, a slight change can reinvigorate and refocus people. And I think Baxter commands his area that bit better. I think that's what makes Baxter a better goalkeeper than Ingram is yeah. that his ability to yeah distribution is a lot better and, and his ability to structureize and 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 organize his defense in a way that. You know he's very vociferous. He knows exactly where players are meant to be, and we're a bit more organised in front. Then, um, and th- that might just be the kind of change that we need to make coming into games. Um, and I-, I would probably do it this weekend against Swansea, especially <laughs> when we're on Sky. Uh, mm-hmm. It's we never win on Sky. It's not a good. N- not a good um, sign, is it? Um, Going back to the <laughs> start
2: game, I think when you said about teams coming there to play against us and then the. Uh, what our strengths are, I think what they did was they thought, look, this team is a possession-based team, or they try to be, let's just press them, let's get in their faces. And that's what they did. Um, and in order to sort of execute a possession style, you have to be comfortable playing out from the back. You saw how Sunderland did against Reading from the goalkeeper. If you've got the confidence with the ball at your feet, everyone's sort of uh, intertwined into the system, they know how it works. You can see how well a sort of build-up player can work with possession state, possession-based style. Like Tony Mowbray. that's his sort of forte, possession-based. But when, you've, when you haven't when you have got all your team, you know, there to, all your team back, like you're injured, you've got injured players out and stuff like that, I think it's hard to sort of play that system. Um, it's just about move like you said, moving the ball forward quicker. Um, it's, the it's the movement. It's the movement it's yeah. uh, we
3: we can play this way and it could work and we certainly have i think the caliber of player to play the way he's trying to i just don't think that at the minute the approach is correct um for me the likes of Suri, uh, there has to be more rotation in the middle players have to be dropping deeper because at the minute our back five are getting the ball and they've got no options and it just <laughs> comes straight back to them every single time and then we wait for you know us to sort of switch it to one side and then hope that you know the wing back on the opposition flank has got in behind so that we can play a long ball. And that's literally our our only way of attacking at the minute. We can't seem to get through in the middle because teams have identified that the likes of Tufan and Serie are going to be the danger men. So they kind of crowd us out in the middle and try and force us out wide where we're essentially weaker. So at the minute, they we're completely nullified in every game. So the middle has to become more proactive. They have to move about, want the ball, find spaces. And at the minute, when we've got the ball, everyone's just static. And I'm not sure why... I mean, if I was a manager on the sideline and I'm watching my players stand still when somebody's got the ball, I'd be I'd be livid. When I used to play Sunday League, I used to shout at anybody that was stood still when I had the ball because <laughs> I don't want to be I pressured into losing Shorter, the
4: ball. Shorter does seem to be one who's a, a manager who's very um, vocal on the touchline. You can see he's mm-hmm. uh, very frustrated. So he's obviously not... It, I don't think the way we're playing is what we're supposed to be. Um, by the way, Shotter's talking in the press conferences and stuff. He's clearly trying to work on this. So... Um, I mean, but you were saying earlier about how we're a, a sort of dull, slow, possession-based side. So it's going to be very boring on Saturday because that's what Swansea sort of are as well. Mm. You're muted, Tom.
3: You've muted yourself, Tom. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, so, all right, you know what? If we play on Saturday, four-two-three-one, four-three-three, whatever variation you want to call it, I think if you sit back against Swansea, circle pressure and hit him on the counter attack, that's what you've got to do. I think if we try and go out there and play football, I think it's not going to work. Um Yeah, we've yeah. got we've got to go out there to not lose now,
3: yeah. and then just hope that you know the chances come that we can sort of take the one. And smash because and it.
2: if you look at our team now, you've got the pace in the attack, you've got the skill, Pelkas. You know, two fan to break quickly. You saw against Burnley, like yeah. two fan running on beyond uh, Esteban, and that's how he gets his goal. I think if you've got willing runners in behind, when you've got just two wing backs that are stationary and they're not always going to get forward i think that's when you're going to struggle but if you've got two wingers there mm-hmm. that can fight in a life out of the opposition fullback and beat them and that's what look how many times Pelkas got down that right side in the, in the second half and beat the man and put a cross into the box you know he's skillful you mm-hmm. he literally as soon as he came on the pitch he did a back heel and you know and he just knows where mm-hmm. the players are on the pitch he's got that experience mm-hmm. he's a greek international played at the highest level so i think you, you've got to start him from the off you've got to go at this, i think this it's, it's telling a
3: telling sign is that we tend to finish games stronger. So, whatever we start with tends to be wrong. And then we change it at half-time to what it should have been. And it ends up, you know, we, we end up playing better. But the, but the
2: game's gone. Yeah, because yeah, that's obviously it, when Stoker 2-0 up, they're not going to be put, going all gung-ho to get a goal. So, I think they're sitting back so that they're allowing us to have the ball. So, it makes us look a bit better in a sense. But, uh, yeah, I do yeah. agree with your point that. From the off, we're not exactly giving ourselves the best start by playing the yeah. team we are. I think I can see to a certain extent what he's trying to do with the five at the back system, five-three-two, compact in defence, solid. But it's not working out that way. I think you know. I think what Shotter expects is the wing backs to push up high, but in order if the wing backs push up high, you need the centre mids dropping. Start understanding. I think that you know. In the like, mm-hmm. I think last season when we played the the um, sit, that system. A lot of the time, Small would drop, drop in, you know, into the sort of like the back three. So, we'd have more like, more protection. So, when the opposition did break, there was four, you know, four, at least four players back to defend. And yeah. he was able to break up play. But, like you touched on before, we don't have that player, that breakup player right now in the squad. Well, we do. Like, that Simmons could be that guy. Um, but he's not playing. Obviously, Alvy Jones, what he's played there, is that, that player. Um, yeah. He played really well against Burnley when when he was the holding midfielder. So he was very poor against a, QPR in that position. Yeah, so he's, yeah, that's that what I mean. it it it's, Yeah, it's, that's what I mean. Inconsistent. But I think that Simmons, you've got to give these players a chance to come and learn to prove a point. We've seen in the past Chelsea players come. Even you know like when we had Harry Wilson before, and um, you know plenty of loan players in the past have had a success. I think that if you give these players a chance, you know they've mm. got nothing to lose. So I think in terms of where, you know, you might have the likes of Slater, Nervous, you know, Jones, Nervous right now because of, you know, on a losing streak and they're under pressure. Play these players that have got nothing to lose and, you know, might get a better outcome. Mm.
3: Um So what we'll do now then is we'll drop on to the, um, to the debut of the fan cam. Uh, so obviously this is a new initiative that, that we decided to do. So any of the listeners, if you ever wanted to feel more involved with the podcast, this is your way to do it. Um, basically, if you ever want to get involved, just get in touch with even me or uh, the podcast account, either either, and I'll try and sort it out for you. But we're, we're going to ask you for you guys to send your thoughts of games in as well. Um, so we've got four in now. So I think we'll go straight to uh, the first ones from oh, just was up.
0: Buzzing yourself to work until I saw the team line up at six forty-five, and my mood just flipped. How we show to our watching those games and thinking this is working. He's he's choosing the same players in the same system. Matty Ingram's a good shot-stopper. He's a good classic goalkeeper. He's he's a great championship goalkeeper. But Nathan Baxter suits the system better. He's better with his feet. He wants the the ball. He wants to play at the back. When our defensive line are high, he will sweep. We're playing a five-back with old-school full-backs. They're not athletic. They're not particularly creative. We need to play a system that suits the players we've had. We've got Pelkass, we've got Vale, we've got Simons. Get them playing. I don't understand why we're not getting them playing. We need to find some form. We need to do it very, very quickly. Or I don't think Shota's going to have a job. He's got nothing to lose now. He's gone for the five-back, game after game after game. Try something different. It can't be any worse, can it? We can't be shipping this many goals without scoring need to
3: change we need to quit yeah I felt felt the pain in that clip
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah what he said mean,
3: yeah it pretty much resonated yeah. what we've said I mean the, the, the thing is is we know already from from the past few uh, past couple of seasons we've had in the championship that once you get into a bad run it's so easy to just keep losing
0: mm-hmm. it, it, something yeah. has to
3: start I mean we we questioned the squad's character obviously when we've suffered our first loss this season We says look it's going to be interesting to see how these players bounce bounce back now and we did and then you know now that a couple more bad performances are creeping in we're not seemingly bouncing back and the performances aren't really improving either they're actually getting worse so mm. something does have to happen if that means a couple of players def- put you. we, we sign creative players like Pelkas, like you said so stick them in yeah I agree with that one to be fair uh, next one's from Kieran Webster
0: see so yeah, whole city versus Cardiff at the Cardiff City Stadium this week um, I think it's gonna be a really tough game, you know. Obviously we've got Benjamin Tete injured, um potentially Cynic coming in, um meant to be in training this week as well. Um you know kind of haven't they've had another case start this season, um so have we, so I think it's gonna be a tough one and we to go for a one one draw.
3: Assume he meant Swansea. Yeah. <laughs> Short and sweet. I mean, they're both in Wales. It's kind of cancelled it. Uh, Max Tiger. So City, I'm going to go
1: with a backstring goal. I'm going to go Greaves, McLaughlin and Christie. Um, Elder and Jones for the back. I'm going to go two Seri and Pelkas with Williams. And then I'm going to put Esther Pignan up top again. I feel like he'll get his goal-scoring mentality back. And I'm going to go... Cardiff one, hold two. See if we can get back on track with a win. Up
3: oh, the Tigers again. I Assume you mean Swansea.
4: <laughs> I think you've uh, messed up here, man. I think it's your fault.
3: I don't. <laughs> I delete. I deleted all the old ones. These are the new ones that I was sent. Well, These videos for I checked. I checked on the first one. It's the correct ones. I just said the wrong teams. I'm not. I'm not taking. <laughs> I'm not taking blame for that one. Last one. Wilshire.
2: Winning ball game for City on Saturday against Cardiff. Uh, Tufan and Sevi back in the midfield, that'd be massive for us. Those are two quality players. And then I'd have Pelkas starting because when he came on against Sheffield, he, he had a few good touches. He looks like there's a proper player in there. I'd I'd be tempted to switch back to far at the back there just to give that midfield a bit more support because they looked lost on Saturday. But if we do that, I can see us winning 2-0. Mm. So... Bold
3: predictions. I mean... To predict a win um, is is very bold should, at the minute.
2: He, how come everyone said it was Cardiff
3: I've no idea. I mean it, it might be I have an
4: idea. Go on.
2: <laughs> well go on.
4: Those videos were the ones that we didn't use for the Cardiff episode. Yeah, but I deleted
3: them and re Yeah, well.
4: I'm blaming I'm
3: blaming StreamYard. No one's no one's to blame for that one, guys. That's fair I'll sort enough. that one out next time. That that will be improved. It's got teething problems, okay. Um but yeah essentially so if you it, it would do I like, like that, um, quick
2: reduce that se- uh, second what was this, the guy that said start williams mm. I don't I oh, well. agree with that <laughs> yeah
3: it's tough isn't it? cuz it, i think for us to get the best out of this team we need wingers but at the minute we don't have any the only mm. wingers we've got uh, really oh, available are randell yeah. williams and ryan longman who also is not Veil. particularly brilliant this season I, I would Veil, not Pelkes. necessarily play I, I'd a 4 play a four, two, three, one, but I wouldn't necessarily have wingers. I would um sort of use them as three attacking midfielders and, and let them drop deep and create like a five in midfield when we're defending. Then you if you could have you know Pelkas Vale and two fan as you're attacking three behind the striker, I think that sounds that's why we very excited. You can and let them
2: run. Aliar I think, yeah. Ali Ar, I think has been a huge yeah. miss. Literally he he made Coyle look look fantastic right-back because the way he tracks back literally every single time he loses the ball he wins it back Um, and even at wing-back as well I think he'd take him at wing-back over Elder right now if he was going to play that system because against um, Bristol City first game I think he put in a man in match performance and he's never played left-wing-back in his life so that shows what type of player he is yeah, <laughs> he can play anywhere and do well So
3: there we go it was me I'll take blame for it I'll take blame for it so i mean I, the thing was is that i had the old ones on and i deleted them and then i uploaded the new ones i got and renamed them so i don't know how that's happened but you know um i haven't been relegated nathaniel uh joined first ian um <laughs> I, mean, uh, I joined a bit late. i was i do usually do my recordings downstairs but the kids are still up at the minute because they're poorly so i've, I've been Pushed to the top floor, so I was a bit late. <laughs> um, in terms of any, anything else to cover, I don't think there is much more that well, we can discuss. Shall
4: we do what our lineups would be
3: and score predictions?
4: Hmm. Go two nil to Swansea.
3: You know
4: Maybe. Well, I mean, I think we we should probably bring in Baxter. Ingram's made two mistakes in the last two matches. That he should have saved the McBurney goal, and the the second goal we considered against Stoke was his fault. And then I guess yeah, I'm not allowed to say we'd play five at the back. So I guess four yeah, at the back would do. With um, the, the interesting thing is though, like really, I'm not sure what the lineup should be at all. Uh, other than like, I know some players should definitely play, but there's there's several. Like you know, the defense is a problem. But do you drop figueredo or Jones? It, it depends. So I wish I hadn't suggested this now because I have no idea. <laughs>
2: I know what my lineup would be, to be fair. Goal Go back to Coyle right back. Um Figueroa Greaves. It's hard because I don't think we should keep Figueroa, but I like having a right footer on the right side. Obviously I'll the left back. Um two holding midfielders. Um, I'd drop Slater for a game and I'd bring in Simmons if I could. Simmons and Seri next to each other. Um and then on right wing Pelcast, uh just ahead of the midfielders, I'd have two fan. And then left wing, I'd have uh, Harvey Vale. All oh, right, Simons here. Um, and then striker Esther Pignan. So mm. I don't know if it was Simons Simons. Well, I I agree,
4: except one player. I think Tyler Smith deserves a, a go. <laughs> well,
3: where where would you play? him? So would you play a a five three two then? Like we played against. Play, so... uh,
4: no, I mean. It's just a, yeah, I I was joking about Tyler yeah. Smith. Of course, I um, was. Yeah. <laughs> well, the thing about Vale and Simons is it's an odd one because Shotter said he's they're not ready, but they'd been playing in the Premier League too. So, from a fitness standpoint, I would have thought they'd be ready. Yeah. So, surprised that they've not been invo- involved at all because Pelkins hasn't men- played. Baz mentioned
3: it on Twitter. He said the Chelsea lads, he keeps asking um, Shotter about both the Chelsea lads, and all he says is they're not ready, but. Um, oh. He said he's confused by that because Vale was on the bench for Chelsea in the Premier League. So, it, you know, he's and not ready. And you've
2: play. got, and then literally Alexander Isaac signed for Newcastle um, and literally played against Liverpool the next day. So I mm. think if players player signed, he's fully fit. Unless he means
3: work. that they're not ready in terms of they've not trained enough with the lads to justify being chucked into the team Yeah, I mean that's that's the only reason I think that he could have to defend his, his decision to not play Pelkas. Well, against well either Sturt. of
4: them either, neither of them have actually played much professional football at all
3: whereas Pelkas I mean, has
4: of course Simons I
3: think um, is a defensive midfielder slash centre-back is he so if you wanted to you could stick him as the right centre-back Yeah it just depends on what, what, what combo you want to use. I mean, I'd personally like to see us go to a four at the back. Um, I think I would I would stick Macker in, in right-centre-back, even despite being left-footed. Um, I, I think he was one of the players last season that was one of our most consistent performers. I think the thing is with Macker is, you yeah, know, he was, it, yeah. similar to Figueredo, he's got a mistake in him. But, you know, it was very rare with macca And then most of the other games, he was like a seven or eight out of 10 wasn't he? So... Uh, I think he has to be in alongside Greaves. They've already got that understanding they played together last season. Just take both Jones and Figueiredo out the limelight for a bit. They just need to, you know, sort of have a have a little breather and go back to yeah. basics a bit. Um, depending, I mean, I'd like to see Christie play um, now that we've had, uh, you know, a little bit more time for him to settle in. Uh, if he's fully fit, I'd like to see Christian right back. But realistically, it's probably going to be Coyle. So I'd say Coyle, Maka, Greaves, Elder. Then I'd keep with Slater and Suri because I do think they have a good partnership. I just think maybe Suri's taking a bit of liberties at the minute because he's not going to do any defending, is he? So I think Slater tries to accommodate for that and maybe a bit too much at times. Um, so if they can find that balance in midfield, they'll be fine. That's why I'd
2: like to see that uh, Simon's play next to him mm. just to be um, that shield. That's what I mean. I think you need more protection. I think look when Fulham got promoted, he had Harrison Reed next to him, more defensive, like. They, they got promoted that you have Harrison Reed and Seri as their two mm-hmm. midfielders. So Play like a, four,
3: a Grant McCann style 4 3 3
2: with a CDM. I think they played 3 4 3, I think, when they got promoted. I'm pretty sure. Because they had Cavalera, Mitrovic, and a I think. That was the front three, which isn't mm-hmm. a bad front three to be And then, you know, they had the wing backs like Christie. Um, and then I think they had like Joe Bryan who other side. So I think yeah. that you know, if you've got the right wing backs, look, we've got signed Christian now. I think if you've got the right wing backs, like we said before, that system can work, as we've seen before. I mean, I remember last season when um, Josh Emmanuel came in against Middlesbrough, and we was fantastic that day with that system, with the three at the back and the two wing backs. Good Fleming one side. I know Ki Ke- Keane Lewis Potter one side, and Emmanuel the other, and the both just got up and down the pitch. They was both so attacking, dangerous, obviously because on one side you had Lewis Potter cutting in. And shooting, and then you had Emmanuel putting cross into the box. I think that's mm. if you obviously have the right players, it's effective. But right now, we don't until we get players yeah. back and up to speed.
3: I, I think it's, I think we said regularly, and we it's, it's one of the biggest shames or wasted opportunities um, that we don't have Josh Emmanuel because yeah, he would have been perfect. The, the, moment, the, system, I think. the moment we switched to a system that suited him down to a T, uh, we lost him. Uh, um, yeah. really really frustrating really really bad stroke Look, I mean hopefully he's okay he's not been included in the squad has he so um, you
2: yeah. know it's sad it's, it's really sad because he's he's only like 24 25 so I think he's, he's still got such a long career, career ahead and he was like coming to North you know in the League 1 season obviously the first half of that season he was one of our standout players him and Wilkes put up like a great partnership that was one of the reasons why Wilkes was really good that season um, why he hit the ground running and then Obviously, gets injured, comes back, and then obviously, you know, gets injured again. Well, you know, comes ill. So it's like mm. it's a shame. So yeah, so I'd play that
3: team, and then I'd have, uh, like I mentioned earlier, I'd have Pelcast, two fan, and um, Vale is the three behind us. Opinion: um, I'd like to be a bit more inverted with them, so that we have got a bit more options in the midfield and let them just rotate. Because if you if you give two fan Pelcast and Vale that license to just find space, you know that. No opposition stopping them three. You can't mark all three of them out of the game because then you're creating spaces out wide. So, you know, you've, you've, you've got you to need... have a multi, multi-pronged yeah. attack, can't you?
2: The thing is, like, Holland does for City, Aaron Holland Um he, he has, like, the least touches every single game. But he always has the devi- decisive moment in the match. And that's what we need Esther to be for us. And that's what he has been at the start of the season. Keep him in the box. Provide him service. And he'll score eventually. Like, do you know what I mean? That's, that's all we need him to do. Like, you get a lot of strikers get frustrated mm-hmm. and drop off and you know they're not in the box you just need him to stay in the box and that's his job scoring that's what he's a penalty box striker so i think if we start you know if you have the play the wingers like that like you said their veil vale, um Pelkas, putting more service into him i think you know it'd be, you know i'm just interested to see that i think it's good that we've got these options now like exciting you know young talent mm-hmm. coming in i think yeah it's just want to see it on saturday so
3: many so many more to come back from injury as well. Like we say, the yeah. likes of Cynic and and Teta to come back as well. Obviously, he won't be back until January onwards. But um the, the 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 potential that if we're in a decent position when all these players come back to really push on and have those options, it's it's, it's yeah. very enticing. So, score predictions. Then I'll come to you first, Nathaniel. What score are you going for?
4: Um, I. I really don't know. We're not going to keep a clean we're not going to keep yeah. a clean sheet but maybe we can you know nick a po- uh, a point so um 1-1 on, one one. on Sky but we've got to stop that at some point. I really don't think that's you know that's just uh that's just a um, coincidence isn't it that the players don't really care. Um so 1-1 one, 1-1 one.
2: One, one. Tom? Um, I'm torn. I think 2-2 maybe. I think there'll be goals in the game. I think, um, I I don't know because obviously last season we drew nil nil, but I see them being goals. I think um, both sides attacking. You know, I think you know I've, the the th- this team we've got right now is fearless. To be fair, we'll go out there, we'll we'll play, but I think yeah, there'll be goals. I, I don't see us keeping a clean sheet like the Fagnol said. I just, uh, you know, yeah, two two.
3: Yeah, I I don't see us keeping a clean sheet. The problem the problem the thing is I. I, I do think this is the perfect game for a reaction, but all Hull City superstitions is suggesting a loss today. So Swansea are in the bottom three. We're on sky. We're away. It's midday kickoff. <laughs> like yeah. I, I, I can't physically bring myself to predict a win.
2: Because I'm looking um, at the table now. It's just I'm pushing the down, for yeah. a draw. Yeah. Um, I'd take a draw
3: right
2: like now, to be honest.
3: I'd take yeah, I think we'd all take a draw at the minute just to sort of you know stop that losing run. I think I'm going to go for a one-one. Yeah, I was going to say two-one loss, but I want to be—I want to try and be a bit more. But yeah, I want I to just, see a reaction. I but, do as well. Yeah. Um, and I, I think it'd be nice for—I uh, think Pellcastle get himself up and running. Uh, before we finish, then we've got a, another quick question: oh. Shut her out or in? It's quite early, but uh, you said Nathaniel in at the minute, didn't you? Uh, in, yeah, definitely
4: in.
2: Tom, yeah, I'm—I'm I'm in hundred percent.
3: Yeah. A bit too soon, I think, to obviously... I that mean, it, exactly I think it's, mean it. No, it's, it, it's very... Um, I mean, it's reasonable to criticise him at the minute, uh, but I think it's slightly harsh to be saying that he should probably lose his job at, at the minute. Um, like we said, there's so many different variables co- contributing to this run of form at the minute. Like, you know, like we said, players out of form, players injured, we've lost most of our attacking outlets. It's you know, Aliar I think has been one of the biggest misses that's kind of gone yeah. under the hundred percent yeah. of the radar at the minute because his his pace, his trickery, the way he would stretch defenses, created spaces for us, and we've really missed him not being. That's on the what we lost,
2: really. Like if you think about it, that's the main reason for our downfall before we had Teta um, and Aliar running in behind, and now we play a five at the back system. Who's running behind anymore? It's like yeah. we're not we're isolating ourselves essentially. So that's why playing wingers on Saturday. Having Aliar
3: gave us the, the the two different options in attack because we could either go direct to Tete to hold it up or we could try and build it to Aliyar. Yeah, try and that's what I mean. And that's where it and, yeah.
2: uh, I do have sympathy for Shotta, but hopefully he can put it right. You know what I mean, because I
3: mean, another frustrating thing is is like we don't really have the options on wingers like we touched on, like Williams and I think Longman are the only other two that are natural wingers yeah. that we that we can play. Vale and, and Pelkast can play out there, out. but they're more a
2: number 10. Cynic, too. Yeah, I don't, what, I don't know when he's coming. He's to on the left side, side isn't he? Yeah. I can't.
3: I think he's he's, he's, he's in the squad, in he so he should be back in a in yeah. a few weeks. I'd imagine. I least. I reckon
4: he, he could well make his debut against Luton Norwigan after mm, the international yeah. break. Yeah, yeah. would yeah, be
2: I, nice. Good, yes, good timing. He better be time. good. the international yeah. break is a good timing because say we did lose on Saturday, um, got another two weeks to sort of put things right, but you know. And, mm. and we've got more two two more weeks to get players up to speed more, but yeah, it's yeah, a draw would be very good on Saturdays.
3: Uh, right. I think I think we've touched on everything now, have we? I've not forgotten anything, have I, You usually like to correct me.
2: No, no. Yeah,
3: we're all good. <laughs> uh, we're about six six subscribers away, I think, from three hundred. So if there's any of you watching that haven't hit subscribe, please smash do. that so red button. Yeah, you know, I've got OCD kicking, in. I, I I don't like it not being on an even number. Um. Oh. Well, on a whole number, like I'll have to make a uh, six mark answers. Yeah. Like, well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you're only cheating yourself, Tom. Um, obviously, episode as usual, sponsored by Six Yards Out of Parsons Bar. Uh, you've got the Amber Circle Facebook group to join, where we post our stuff in exclusively on Facebook now instead of all of them. Um, obviously, the FCAs are shut at the minute, but they reopen on the 19th, so we'll keep you posted on that. So, hopefully, that'll be an exciting reveal. Um, so Swansea on the weekend. Hopefully we've got a nice positive podcast again because we don't like getting into the habit of doing yeah. negative episode after negative episode which would be at I the minute. Mean, it's maybe a blessing that we didn't have to do the last episode. Uh, sort of saved your ears for a bit but obviously thanks to everyone who's got supports. Thanks to you two for joining me again. Uh, we will be uh, back. Uh, I would imagine are you doing a preview at s- some point next week? Who have we got after Swansea? Luton. Luton. Um, I know we'll... a Luton person. I have Luton contacts, yeah. There you go. So we'll we'll probably be back first with Nathaniel's preview episode and then uh, we'll be back for our main episode on the Thursday following. So thanks to everybody who's joined in commenting. Like I said, if you haven't hit subscribed, do so already. Then we'll see you next time.
1: Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's maximize your home ground advantage with mcdelivery order now on the mcdonald's app at participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonald's.com when you make decisions for your company you look for the no-brainers if you have a lot of mailing to do stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.
0: This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport, powered by fans.